0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 79 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. And, you know, as sad as I was, that I thought I was, from thinking that our From the Heart series was over last week, I'm doubly bummed that Thanksgiving is coming gone already. (laughs) Because far and away, that is my favorite holiday and time of year, which is immediately followed by my least favorite Christmas and New Year's all wrapped into one. Oh, we'll so we'll change
1: that. I'm Let's a bit yeah, of a get happy. Come on, yeah.
0: I'm a bit of a ba humbug enthusiast <laughs> in therapy. So you know, I'm working through my uh, through my issues. So bear with me for the next couple of weeks.
1: There is a lot of pressure that comes with Christmas about Man. the right present for the right person and. Are you doing the right thing at the right party? And, uh, yeah. It's, yeah it, it's
0: a lot of pressure. It can be. It can be. However, However, not to mention family. Not to mention family. <laughs> However, the Christmas story itself is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and we will be looking at a bit of that upcoming. But real quick, as always, last week our episode was entitled Mixing It Up by Greg Creek, where we decided that do the work of Jesus and tear those divisions down. Mix it up. Invite everyone into the love and fellowship of God. Be one in Christ. Seems like pretty good advice for a Christian or maybe anybody, Uh, if you have not listened to that message and or the podcast, you can do that online at hospitalchurch.org in the mobile app. And if you haven't downloaded that, well, check the notes below, and you can uh, find the link there to go do that. This week, as we mentioned earlier, Hark the Herald Angels say, don't be afraid. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Don't (laughs) be afraid. Yeah, that was was an odd—I just thought it was an odd message— in, keep, in going. The, in the, <laughs> keep going keep going just keep going but but in the fact that this is something that everyone knows everyone shares in this and yet it's really hard sometimes to just look at it know what it is and go I don't know what to do with this
1: yeah, yeah. well and and of course the I, we struggle with the with the name of the series because it's really you know, sort of like, I want to name the angels. The angels say what? <laughs> that didn't make a very good title for a series. <laughs> <laughs> say, what? <laughs> say
0: what? Oh, my goodness. Well, the first thing that I actually thought of when I wasn't actually at church this week. and oh, I, was, I know. We keep a list. I know. I was, <laughs> home with, I was home with Sparkle this week, and we watched online. And the first thing I thought about and some of the similarities was to FDR's inauguration speech. Mm. Where he said, so, first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Hmm. And that might be a part that a lot of people, at least one of those couple words there that you probably would have heard at some point. But further on down in the address, he said, happiness lies not in the mere possession of money. It lies in the joy of achievement, in the thrill of creative effort. The joy and moral stimulation of work no longer must be forgotten in the mad chase of profits. These dark days will be worth all they cost us if they teach us that our true destiny is not to be is not to be ministered unto, but to minister to ourselves and to our fellow men. Of course, this being at the height of the Great Depression. And, you know, people probably as fearful maybe as a nation has been while not at war at any time. And even after that address, and you read some of the historical accounts about it did give some people hope, and it did, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people will look at that and say there was a, maybe that was in part some of the turning towards the positive, But, you know, don't be afraid as a parent or even, you know, as a, whatever stage of life you're in, as someone telling you to not be afraid ever been like, oh, okay, cool, man, I'm (laughs) glad you told me that because I was just totally, I was totally just not knowing what to do. What are the chances that any situation that would require the use of the phrase, don't be afraid in any way, doesn't require a little fear? What are the chances? No, no. They, yeah. you're, already, you're already at that point. If someone tells you, don't be afraid, aren't we already there?
1: And there was no time in the service to be able to deal with the other side of fear, which is that we all, we all like a little bit of fear. I mean, that's, people, that's, not what, that's just what, a little. Sometimes we like a lot. Right, that's why we go to scary it. movies. That's why we ride crazy rides okay. at the amusement park. We that, that whole rush of having a little bit of risk, or at least feeling at risk, even, yeah. if, it's not, even if we're buckled in and there's not supposed to be any real risk. Physiologically, uh, there's those same types of endorphins
2: that are released. Mm-hmm. And you you have that you know that whole piece that's going on inside of you. We kind of we don't, I don't want to say we get addicted to it, but there are people that are what you would call thrill seekers that well, go after some pretty extreme,
1: well, dangerous, comes, and it can come pretty young. My, my grandson yeah. loves to be scared. Yeah, I mean he you know, if you, you jump out and say boo and he's just ah I mean, he loves that. Yeah. And there's something about that rush of the unknown of the surprise, the you know, it, not everybody does, but yeah, really some know. people do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. My my wife
1: is one of she's those. Not,
2: she's, she's not, yeah, not, not well about that jumping out of rooms and I stuff. Know, that I, does, <laughs> doesn't work for her. I have to but, remember that. <laughs> but one of the things when you when you say that, that, it sometimes it does depend on who is saying "Don't be afraid," oh, that's uh, true. because Jesus has said it many times. As a matter of fact, he says to Jairus's, Jairus, didn't you mention yeah. that in your mm-hmm. sermon? Jairus' daughter, Jairus's, uh father. I mean, Jairus... The daughter who was in his uh, home sick,
1: Jairus He's, had a daughter, daughter, daughter who was, was really sick. sick yes. <laughs> and Jesus said to Jairus...
2: "I do know this story."
0: I... <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, it's tongue twi- It's tongue twister. It I'm not sure today. what it
2: is, but um, but yours is going to be edited out. <laughs> but um, he says to her, to him, "Don't be afraid. Yeah. Only believe." So there was that little piece, and I think coming from Jesus, I think it did calm him down, at least, a little bit from being so upset with the woman <laughs> who was caught yeah. uh, trying to catch Jesus' robe.
1: Well, well, well later in the message, you know, I, I talked about all the the phrases that come behind, don't be afraid. If you read through Scripture, right, read right. all the don't be afraids, there's some good reasons to not be afraid that God gives us. I'm, I'm going to fight your battles for you. I'm sure. with you, not against you. I, I, mean, I don't get to have it. You, no,
0: no, no. you probably have
1: that there written down. <laughs>
0: But we heard from the kids through the video. Oh, yeah. And that was, that I mean, was it fine. was entertaining, but it was also, you know, to them, some of those things may seem trivial to us as adults, sure. but to them, those are just as real as what we're facing in our everyday lives. And then we heard some from the staff and about something about dead bodies. I, I don't know if it, <laughs> no, uh, that, no, <laughs>
1: no, that was one of our staff that was worried about seeing something <laughs> she wasn't supposed to see. And, like a murder. And she'd be the only person and that saw it. And she'd be the only one that saw it. it. And so she'd be in, it's frightening know. on a many different levels. <laughs> but it's therapy now. It's yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> you mentioned, Andy, that in your moments of fear, you commonly return to the scriptures in Isaiah 41.10, yeah. which says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What about that is... I mean, those are words to some people. Yeah, I think
1: the recognition that even if this goes really bad, if there's a, if there's what people would, what would term an abysmal failure, um, <laughs> but but if you really believe that text, that guys with you, you don't be afraid. You can go through the some really bad situations, some really where you look really dumb or you look like you drop some major balls, and yeah, guy can get you through that. He can take care of things. There's really nothing to fear. I'm not a real fearful person. Uh, that's part of my challenge with the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, Jeff, are you a fearful person? Anything that um, uh, you I, my, uh... I was talking
1: to my
2: wife about this after the sermon on the way home actually and she goes, y- you know, do I don't know if I've ever been a have you ever been afraid? You know, cuz I'm kind of like this yeah. really kind of level and she she gets really. Pa- Tammy's passionate. She's a very passionate person about different causes and so forth. And she wishes some, probably sometimes that I was a little bit more, you know, uh, high strung or whatever. But I mean, I it's don't, really
1: important that you're there to calm to calm her to down. Calm her down <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, but but she.
2: But she. I love her passion. I love yeah. the fact that that she gets um, this causal type emotion that she wants to. You know, she wants to be for the underdog. She wants to be. You know, fighting for the person that's underprivileged or whatever. And, uh, or in danger. And I don't, I'd kind of, maybe it's, I don't know if, I, I wouldn't say that I, I, I would hate to think that I'm naive, but, you know, running into danger um, headlong without taking consideration. I don't think I'm that kind of person. You drove. But, weren't you the guy that drove through the flood yeah, to pick mm-hmm, up your cell phone? Yeah. yeah and you I mean, know what? That's probably the most fearful I've ever been in my life.
1: Yeah, but you, but I think as a general rule, Jeff, you're more of a risk taker. I'm, I'm more of a yeah, risk taker. We, yeah, we, our, our risk tolerance level if you a sit down with an advisor is going to be a little bit higher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and probably
2: some people would say, "Oh, you're not as conservative yeah, as you that's should." That's why be. I've had yeah. some head injuries. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's why women will always outlive us, right? It's the reason why I'm selling the motorcycle. I didn't have any fear. Now Tammy has put into me this idea that oh, you, you need to get rid of that bike.
1: There's been too many accidents. And, well, Steve, you're blatantly advertising your bike for sale. On yeah, there we podcast. go. It's already sold. Just <laughs> call the church office. And, it's already you know, sold. Already sold. Oh okay. man.
0: Okay. Well, I'm partial to the New Living Translation and the Message mm-hmm. as well. Both I like real well. And when I am confused, worried, or just a bit lost, I usually turn to Psalms 40 in the Message version, which I kind of like. Yeah, which is a just a, a build me yeah. up. It's a cry from the heart, and so just trying to give listeners something that, hey, this might be something you can go at least take a look at if you're feeling like the fear is overcoming you and you just aren't sure where to go or where to turn. But you mentioned – I didn't write down the author's name. Ernest Liggan. Ernest Liggan, and there were four things that could help us deal with fear – knowledge, Developing a sense of dependence, a dominating sense of purpose, can make us that's brave. That's a really good one, actually. Yeah. And the move to action. And I thought, you know, those are really. I want to add one more. Oh, okay. can I? Add he's going to go more, five. Give us number five. Call
1: Ernest. Don't ask me. I'll call <laughs> Ernest. He's long. Well, dead. you know,
2: you know, a lot of times, and this is not, this is not something that's profound. It, sometimes, because fear is a, a very, very realistic thing that we can usually sense in our body. Whether it's uh, you know, and a lot of times facing it and looking at it and seeing it for what it is, rather than trying to run from it or whatever, is a very big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times, even as therapists, we will we will say, "Okay, let's take a different look at it from a different angle." I
1: I I think that's really part of the knowledge. Yeah, I think that's part of the first one because if once once we like, if you see something big and scary here and you're fearful from it, sometimes you just walk over there and look at that angle. Right, the, the, the scary part all goes away. Uh, and so yeah. I think the same thing can be true Th- to take a new look, stop and re- and think about it, name the thing, don't let don't let it remain unnamed right or, or are all right. parts of that, yeah, and yeah. reframe it or mm-hmm.
2: yeah, take it, letting letting it be there right and, rather than
1: and I, I I never had thought about the dependency one. that was that was the knowledge yeah. makes sense. Turn the light on, you can see the in the dark, right. But the dependency of being able to really say, okay, I can lose my fear because my dependencies is on something greater than me. Then, yeah. um, whether it's like a child to a parent or us to right.
0: God. But I liked all of them because they were – pretty much just common sense things Mm -hmm. that maybe it's not the first thing that when something triggers our fear, we're going to be like, oh, what's the four? I need to create an acronym (laughs) for them. But at the same time, these are things that, like you said, simple, turn on the Mm -hmm. light, see what's there, developing a dependence on, you know, there's that relationship with God. And even if we're not at the point where we can have... What we feel like is a maybe a dependable relationship with God. Maybe we can find somebody who does have that dependable, sure. and we can lean on them a little bit to help make a make right. the bridge that gap until.
1: But just think about too on the purpose one having a I mean, when you when you're really after some big purpose, um, yeah, you, you you're not you just lose your fear. I mean, like you know if if it... well it gets placed somewhere else, somewhere, somewhere else, else. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know you don't. It, it's a it's a lower priority, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say once that prior, priority basically trumps whatever it was that the uh, the level of fear Mm -hmm. eventually it's like well i'm just going to do it and then usually we find that the fear was probably not as great as we thought or maybe just completely misplaced maybe
1: more imagined than real
0: (laughs) and then move to action that's the other part i I really felt like at the end was you know so many times just the paralyzing fear just holds us in place where Mm -hmm. we just don't know what the next move is and if you're just sitting there there's there's no way you're going to conquer that fear. It's probably going to get worse. It's probably <laughs> going to get worse. You also mentioned in, I believe in the message and in our takeaways this week, that many of the fears are things that we have absolutely no control over, mm-hmm. period. And then you referenced... The top um, 10 fears and... Mm-hmm. You were hmm um, You uh, referenced Matthew six twenty five through to 34 with a particular emphasis on verse 33, which states, seek the kingdom of God above all else... And live righteously, and he will give you everything you need.
2: And that's it, another priority one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: curiosity killed the cat, right? So right. what is it about the unknown that maybe isn't always as scary, but I think it gets us into the trouble when we let something that we don't have all the answers to, and we kind of – again, we get in that back and forth where we just can't figure that out, where it just – ah! And, we're, and
1: we're, pretty no, we're pretty known as human beings for being down what we don't understand. We're, yeah. we're fearful of it, you know. Uh, I think about the that movie, The Village. Oh, right. You know, the, the unknown. We're down on it. It's bad. It's evil. It's out there. Whereas once we know it, it's like, oh, that's not that bad. Or I mean, it's not yeah. evil. It's, it's really just different. And here's why we, we were scared of it before, but now it's not fearful to us. Yeah. Whenever
2: something's unknown, we tend to build a, an imaginary um, story around it, yep. and those, <laughs> and we create that's our own true. fear. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's part of I think how some of these we call it neurotic you know where we you know we start to build these things and that actually becomes more real
1: to us because we start
2: to own that yeah and where fear takes on a whole new level
1: well Jesus said don't don't worry or just don't be afraid about what you're going to eat or drink or what you're going to wear and. I'm just pretty sure that we're not doing really well on those three. Yeah. If you go to the mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Well, and I, again, I liked that verse in the reference there because, again, this goes with that other four as very – I mean, essentially that chapter is be generous, pray and be humble, make God your desire. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. essentially you're back to Psalms 23 – I want for nothing, right? So for those of us that spend entirely too much time and energy in these pursuits of worry, (laughs) we should probably be a little more worried about our communication and relationship with God because my alternative stingy for me, self-reliant and the desires of all that I see (laughs) and hear is much more the norm. And it's no wonder that these principles in Matthew just needed to be so obvious because they can be so far, just so overlooked, but the thing that I thought might be something that someone could take away was I interpreted the need part in verse 33, and he will give you everything you need. That's referring to our needs the way God sees them, not yeah. the way we do necessarily. And I think that's the other part that gets lost is we like, well, okay, I tried all your self-help things. I listened. I was trying to be generous, and I did these things, and I would make God my desire. But I don't know. I did not seen my needs being met. <laughs> so I think sometimes we have to re- just. How do we prioritize that but, though? To try to match those up
1: and to, and just try and decide whether it's something we really need, or if it's mm. just our perceived need. Um, yeah. Is it a real need or is it just a yeah preference
2: that preferences? You know, those are hard. Those are hard questions because this gets so it gets on everything. I mean, choosing a life partner and the fears about that, and choose sure. and uh, trying to decide even a career. You know, for a young person, yeah, those are all all fears, but. I think when you seek first, I mean, it sounds like a nice little verse, but it really is a powerful verse for right, fear. Yeah. Uh, because when we start to make that the priority, then other things start to fall in line, and then we start to see our lives a little clearer.
1: You can only know it through experience. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a recommendation, and she, she just <laughs> recommends it to us. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I don't know what parachuting is like. Jeff does. He's he's parachuted. I haven't. So I can talk about parachuting a whole bunch. Jeff's experience is going to be much different because he's actually done it. Yeah, and, and you learn. And the same way with this, the, that text. As, as you practice making God first, you're able to see it, your fears be diminished by that. But you yeah. can't, not until you do you can't it. Can't do it until you do it.
0: Yeah. Until you do it. But that's where I would encourage you. If you're, you know, if you're not in that point in your journey, and or even if you're not a Christian and you're not sure about what this all means. You find someone that you can, you know, maybe someone you work with, your neighbor, somebody you know, a family member that you can trust that you can at least lean on to at least ask for some advice, ask mm-hmm. for some help. And, you know, maybe through that, maybe that's God's way of just talking to you and putting a hand on you to take care of those needs. And as we quickly run out of time, one of our last FHC takeaways from this past week asked, how will you take action to pursue the vision of Matthew 6.33? And, you know, it's one of those things like we talked about. It's a choice, and it's something you're going to have to eventually figure out how to go and do this on your own or in a group or however it is that God works this out for you to find this. But uh, we'd be interested to hear what you had to say. You can, leave a vo- you can leave a voicemail, send a text. All those things are in the FHC mobile app by clicking on the media tab, and you can send us an email, whichever works easiest for you. And <coughs> what's – are we up to this coming week besides coughing
1: I'm just <laughs> yeah, besides I'm just for sure uh, um, I <laughs> bring you good great news of great joy Enjoy. for everyone is it really
0: is it really for everyone for everyone for everyone. For everyone. everyone is the key word this week yeah. everyone is the key word all right so that is upcoming next Wednesday do you even want it to really be for everyone oh I'm sorry <laughs> oh do we want it well now that's probably two separate questions yeah, but we'll probably is. get into mm-hmm. that next week won't we So, okay, Facebook friends, stick around for just a few minutes and we'll answer any questions or comments if you are there. But for the podcast, until next Wednesday in episode 80, this is Randy for Andy, Jeff, Tom, and Stanley saying thanks for joining us and we will talk to you then.